0: I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World. The U.N. General Assembly gets underway this week in New York, topping the agenda is Syria. Diplomats will be meeting to talk about the crisis there. But a meeting that isn't happening is the hot topic in some circles. President Obama won't sit down with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. That may be in part because Netanyahu seems to be taking sides in the U.S. presidential election. The world's Aaron Schachter explains. It isn't terribly shocking to find the Middle East playing a role in U.S. election year politics, but the degree to which Israel's leader has been inserted, or inserted himself, into the campaign has caught some Mideast pundits by surprise. The fact is that every day that passes, Iran gets closer and closer to nuclear bombs. This is part of what's being referred to as Netanyahu's red line speech, and is now part of an ad run by a super PAC in support of Mitt Romney for president. The world tells Israel, wait, there's still time. And I say, wait for what? Wait until when? The world needs American strength, not
1: apologies. The real red line that's been crossed so far is the prime minister's inserting himself into American domestic politics.
0: Michael Desch is a political scientist with Notre Dame's Institute for Advanced Study. He says Netanyahu's overt criticism of Obama is an attempt to echo the Romney claim that Obama is throwing Israel under the bus. Desch wrote an article in Foreign Affairs magazine called Bibi's Chutzpah.
1: Once you start playing domestic politics in this country... Uh, you know, that opens the door for a second-term American president to play domestic politics in Israel. So I think we shouldn't underestimate how much fire Netanyahu is playing with here.
0: Netanyahu's office rejected accusations of interference in the U.S. elections, calling the charge completely groundless. Whether or not that's true, bar University political science professor Gerald Steinberg says, come on the U.S. finagles in Israeli politics all the time, including, he says, a fairly brazen attempt by the Clinton administration to stop Netanyahu from becoming prime minister in the mid-1990s. That campaign failed. Steinberg says Israelis know that Netanyahu has a troubled relationship with President Obama. He says there's no doubt the Israeli premier is attempting to use the U.S. elections to advance Israeli interests.
1: I don't know whether we made a mistake in this or whether this was calculated. It's got a much wider context, and that's the context over the red lines with Iran. And those are national interest issues. They're not personal. But I think that Netanyahu is calculating, is rational. And if he crossed the red line, there was a purpose for that.
0: Which is essentially what President Obama said last night on 60 Minutes. Different nations have different national interests. The Romney view leans more toward the harsher stance on Iran that Netanyahu is pushing. The two have known each other for decades, when they both worked at a Boston consulting firm. During a visit this summer to Israel, Romney declared that he would, quote, treat Israel like the friend and ally that it is. And a senior Romney strategist has said that a President Romney would back Israel's right to unilaterally bomb Iran. David Rothkopf is editor-at-large for Foreign Policy magazine. He says the Romney-Netanyahu embrace shouldn't come as a surprise.
1: Netanyahu himself has said that he speaks English with a Republican accent. He has had long Uh, ties to the Republican Party. I think he's been frustrated by his relationship with President Obama and the Obama administration.
0: So perhaps in Netanyahu's view, there's no real downside to pressuring a Democratic president on Iran, even if Obama wins a second term. For The World, I'm Aaron Schechter.